Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Good morning, noon or night, dear readers. Welcome to a mini-sode of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Tom Harris here sitting with Elizabeth Best. Hello. And before we get to your questions that your hot little hands have sent into us, what I want to do off the front is take a moment to reflect on our little show and thank you all for listening. Oh, that's Each, a bit nice. I mean, uh, our numbers keep growing and Liz and I are performers uh, by, by trade, actors, comedians, etc., etc. And we forget that every week thousands and thousands of people listen to our show. Yes. And when you picture performing in front of the numbers that listen to our show. That's kind of intimidating. I've never like, thought about it like that. Christ, we're doing stadium tours. <laughs> like, 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 why did I... So, uh, some of you have been listening from episode one. Some of you who are probably listening brand new to this episode as I stammer away my way through a thank you. So to uh, everyone, thank you. Thank you very much. I mean... I'm happy. We are here because of you. Yeah, and we're we're going to keep growing and keep uh, keep expanding. Hopefully, because of you and your and the work and love you you give us. So we'll get to your questions. I just wanted to just off the bat open oh, it up with a bit put of me in a nice mood, uncharacteristic. Yeah, picture of the thousand <laughs> the, the the stadia that we could be we could be and touring. Picture well. everybody naked. Yes, I mean that's, uh, that's give me a not second. Harassment. There's quite I'm a fine. few. There's quite a few to picture. <laughs> just getting through. Yep. 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 First thousand. Now the second. <laughs> but uh, yes, it is a mini sode. We will endeavour to keep it somewhat mini after after a, a lengthy open. Um, this is an this is where we do your agony aunt and uncle thing, where yeah. where we either find questions somewhere in the depths of the internet, or you write in and ask us specific questions. That's right, uh, Elizabeth. Once upon a time, we touched on what not to do on your Tinder's, your Bumbles. What not to do on your profile? Don't be on them. Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> Assuming people are still going to want to uh, use Tinder. Okay, cool. How do you win at Tinder? How? What are the what impossible? Are, impossible. <laughs> here's my th- here's my theory, and I'm sure I've shared this before. Tinder is like playing the slots. Right, so you keep swiping and swiping and swiping, right? And you can get ding, 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 jackpot. You win, but then you keep putting your money back in in case you get a bigger and better jackpot down the line. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the house always wins. The house always wins. That's my pessimistic little take on it. And it's so addictive. The actual, the scrolling and the illusion of choice and the Mm. illusion of there could be a bigger, better thing around the corner is so alluring that you just end up destitute living out of your car but out, out metaphorically in wi- speaking out in the wild do you run up against boring information about me sections or uh, not good photos my biggest what's thing, the bugbear my biggest bugbear is not writing anything and just right. thinking that your photos can sell themselves i think that's rude yeah, and i and think that that every 
every human on the planet enjoys watching movies and listening to music. You need to go a bit deeper than just listing like and the hobbies other, that everyone has. <laughs> my other big bugbear is when you list what you want rather than who you are in ah, your... Because for me, if you're sitting there going, you must be this, you must be that, yeah. you must be this, then like, Get okay, it, yeah. yeah, but what kind of prize pig are you? Mm. Like, how do I know what you are? If you're just going to dictate what I need to be like I want to know about you and if I vibe with your profile then I will message you but I don't want to go oh yes I check all of those boxes yes. so I'm going to go and write to him and be the princess of this story like I don't want to fit into someone's box that didn't go where I wanted it to well, but speak for yourself yeah. but Liz I do I do agree with you that's a very good point don't, yeah it's, you know and feel free wrong. to like you don't just don't say that you don't have to say what you want but you know you need a good balance of explaining and telling the world who you are as well as a couple of sentences on what you're looking for in terms of long-term relationship, not five, ten to six, four only, you know, weighs this many kilos, has this colour hair. That's all superficial bullshit. And mm. if you mention any particular physical type that you're looking for, I'm immediately out. Yeah, Not because I don't fit the physical type because, God damn, I do and you're missing out, but mostly because I know that you're going to be fixated on physical only. But I think it's some effort. You've got to go further than five minutes into your about it's a job me section. interview. You don't yeah. sit there and ask the CEO of a company what You've, they can give you. You're competing with thousands of other candidates, buddy boys. You've got to be interesting. You've got to shine. You've got to make your profile sing. Yeah, You've got to, just be authentic. Yeah. That's like that's the only rule I would have is be authentic. Okay. Well, there you go. Dating apps suck, by the way. I, yes. Uh, <laughs> none of us are a gog but or shock. If you, if you own a dating app and you would like to advertise on this yes. podcast, prove me are, wrong. Look, prove me wrong. If, if you, you can own get me, near anything, you can come and advertise If on you it. can get me to love your dating app, then you will have our tens of thousands of listeners on board because I'm the biggest cynic in the world. So if you can come to me with a dating app that I actually think is great, people will believe me. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely worth it. All right. I've got a friend that is sent... A uh, friend. I've got a friend, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> I've got a question that's sent in down. from a friend of the podcast. So we've discussed before, what do you do if you hate your friend's partner? Yes, right. What we haven't discussed is what do you do if you hate your partner's friends? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so let's imagine you found like Ms. Wright, mm. um, or in my case, Mr. Wright, and you everything's great about them and then you meet their friends and they're obnoxious assholes. Yes. Or judgmental or like too dude bro-ish for me or they're just sitting there being like, eh, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's what people do when they're horrible, don't they? They just go, eh, all the time. But like what, what, how, how would you navigate that, Thomas? How is an interesting option, is an interesting question because you don't have a, when it's the love of your life, you don't get a choice, right? True. You don't get a, you don't, if they have shitty friends, but this person in front of you is your fucking man or your woman or whatever that you're going to be marrying and having children with, yeah, you don't get, you don't really have a lot of, you don't really have a lot of options. Here's my line, right? Right, sure. You need to get along with their friends. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what their friends are actively treating your partner poorly and Absolute, they can't yeah. see oh, that. Yeah. And then you have to sensitively ask questions in a way that make them realise that themselves. You can't tell them that. But I think if you don't like your partner's friends just because you don't get along with them and they're actually really good for your partner, then you just need to sit up and shut yeah, up. Yeah, so it's Put an up in, and shut up. that's an interesting distinction. Are they 
are, anno- they are they just terrible people full yeah. stop or are they are they terrible or annoying people that you don't uh, rub well with but they're totally great for your lovely partner yes. yeah so you've got to figure that out first but uh, how you do it i it's not a it's not a it's not a fight for the faint hearted i am uh, you know hey honey uh, love you love everything about you but all of your fr- friends are, are assholes <laughs> i have had to put up with some friends that i've hated before to the point where they've made me physically uncomfortable and i have ended up bringing it up and just saying look i love that you love them and hang out with them but i need to let you know that this one thing that your friend said to me and that really hurt me and if they're your partner they'll tell their friends mm. not to treat you like that and I, would you know? as- I would assume that you're in this together so it's got to be both of you versus a problem yes. not a person and I and you asked it in a quite binary way. I'm sure you're not gonna. I'm sure the chances of hating or disliking all of their friends is yeah. Uh, you you're, you're bound to find common ground with one or two of them at least. And if um, not, fake it till you make it. Yeah, baby. that's right. That's right. So anyone at home that cook something delicious, buy their love. That's what my advice is. Well, yeah. Is it? But is it them? You said. Uh, it, it's about liking them, not them, not winning them over to like you, right? Or is it too? Are they Look, same think, thing, or are they? I think in order things? to keep the harmony, it's probably best if you try and uh, not win them over because that's disingenuous. And they might hate you even more. But they're basically, being being able to be in each other's spheres is important for the relationship. Mm. Unless those people are garbage humans, in which case they're not good for your partner either. Yeah. So yeah. Gee, interesting question. I, uh, as I was saying, I don't, I don't, um, I don't be, uh, feel bad for. It. I, I do feel bad. Sorry for that. For anyone that has to go or is going through anything yeah. like that at the moment. That one was sent in by friend of the podcast, Gina. Oh, thank you, Gina. Hello, uh, hello, Gina, and hope you're well. Um, Elizabeth, what do you got for me? I have a question. Uh, I'm in a long-term relationship, and yet sometimes it feels that my partner doesn't make enough time for me. Oh. Thoughts. Thoughts. Oh, very okay. Um, have you shared with them what amount of time you would like to have with them? That's my first impression. Are they, it's... Are they aware that you are feeling this way? Hmm. Communicate the issue first. Because if you haven't set the boundary, then they may have no idea that you are not spending as much time as uh, that they are not spending as much time as you would like with them. That's right. And you, in the question, they they acknowledge it's now a long term relationship. Yeah. So for a while, uh, the person A might have been used to spending, let's just for the sake of it, 10 hours a week doing other things with other people. But now you're at a point, uh, but time has since gone, has gone by and you're now, and person B is now thinking, hang on, I want more time with my, my, my long-term relationship mm. boo, right? Mm. What's happening there? But they're not aware that the, the rules have changed or yeah. the expectations have been updated or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. You've so, got to let people in. They're not mind readers. Your partner is not going to be able to read your mind. And, and if you don't let them in on what you're feeling, then they're going to continually keep disappointing you because they don't know what you want. Mm. However, if you have shared with them that you want to spend more time with them and they still seem disinterested, you probably need to have a chat about why that is. Yes, and I don't... Every relationship, Elizabeth, will have different requirements for everything in every single avenue attached to that relationship. So I don't know what the base level is for spending time for some with with your with your partner in a week. Mm. Um, I don't. So I a can't, lot of people, some people, like I know that that with um, my mum and her partner's relationship, they've been together for nearly thirty years this month, which is very years. exciting. But my mum, and she loves it when I shout her out on the podcast. <laughs> by the way, she's a regular listener. She's like, I love it when 
you talk about <laughs> us? Um, my mum is somebody who needs her alone time to recharge. She's an introvert mm. and she needs alone time, whereas her partner is is completely the opposite. But they know what each other's boundaries are. So when my mum says, I need some time, then her partner will go out to their other property and do some farming out there. And, you know, so that, you know, when they come back together, it's good quality time. But... Th- it can exist where couples have completely different time needs, but as long as they communicate and they know, then the partner who needs more time can go, can go, this isn't about me. This has nothing to do with our relationship. This is just what they need as a person and I'm happy to support them in that because you know all of the details. You're not freaking out that they're pulling away from you. Yes. So uh, agree completely, Elizabeth. So to to relay that to the question and the questioner, there's a couple of things, a couple of checkpoints you need to sort of sort out first uh, before you sort of go to next level sort of stuff. Is your partner aware that you're that that uh, of the new rules or the updated rules is a is a horrible term for for boundaries, in a relationship needs. boundaries, Once. needs, expectations, even um, so before yeah, you go before I guess you go communicate. <laughs> Do you know one one questions episode? I just want to answer everything with communicate. Next, I'm sure if we ever want to do an ultra mini sode, I'm sure we can. Um, I can just throw a hundred issues at you, and you can just bat them back in. Five we will minutes. do this. This will be a bonus episode. Fine, fun. All right. I think that's question answered. I've got another for you. Okay. So I broke up with my ex four months ago. We were pretty toxic together. He would cheat and then gaslight me about it. Mm. He made me feel crazy for a year and a half, and I started to feel paranoid and found myself doing things that I said I would never do. After one night at a bar where he acknowledged a female checking him out, I dumped him. Yay! Sorry, that wasn't in there. That was just my conversation. No, yes. <laughs> um, during our time together, I gained a good amount of weight and he asked me, does your weight fluctuate? Meanwhile, oh God, did I write this? <laughs> <laughs> did you get drunk Did I one get night drunk and, and write this? Oh, boy. Um, meanwhile, I was very stressed and depressed. He would make me feel insecure and unworthy. When I would cry, he would ignore me and tell me, <laughs> God, I'm going to cry, that I was overreacting. Sorry, someone else found this question for me, so I haven't actually looked at it yet. Um, it's been some time now, but I can't look at anyone romantically. I feel repulsed by the thought of a relationship, mm. but another part of me just wants a healthy one. I really want this feeling to go away. A part of me feels like I'll never have the chance to be in a relationship, a healthy one, ever. Um, I look back and I feel really stupid about ever staying and letting someone treat me so poorly. I hate that I hate love right now because I really do like dating. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast before, but there was a time after my really big nasty relationship where I went out on a date with a very, very lovely Englishman and he was just beautiful. And at one point he put his hand on my knee under mm. the table and I flinched. And I couldn't explain why because I was really into him and I really did want another date. And my therapist said to me, well, of course you flinched. You emotionally battered wife syndrome. Yeah, like just conditioned. Just because someone didn't hit you in a relationship, if they've continuously had a pattern of abuse, then when you go back into a relationship, you're going to want to flinch at love. You're going to want to hate it. You're going to want to not have anything to do with it. But the best thing about this is that time does heal that like I've made a choice not to date not because I'm scared of love anymore or because I'm I don't want love anymore but because the way that people date these days on online and on tinder is just not something I'm interested in I can't do it I need to connect with people face to face but if I did find someone face to face and they did want to touch my leg under the table I'd be okay with it now because it's been a couple of years and and it's given me time you will not feel like this forever I promise and you know it's okay to let the anger flow through you 
for a little while. <laughs> you've been treated like absolute shit. You've been treated like somebody who is a crazy person and that is not right. And it will take some time first for you to get a healthy relationship back with yourself. Like it took me a year or two to actually figure out who the hell I was after my relationship. So please don't be scared that you are never going to find love again because you need to, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to, actually, no, I don't believe in that. You can love someone without loving yourself. That's but right. yeah, producer Zane wants to weigh in and I'm very excited. Um, I think you're allowed to have been stupid. Everyone was stupid. We were all stupid mm-hmm. kids doing stupid yeah. things, but you're not stupid now. You've no. learned those lessons, so you won't be stupid moving forward. Yes. Feel angry, but you know, you know you like dating, so it'll pass. It will pass. This too shall pass. Thank you, Zane, and for that. My uh, my loving and warm reply to you, dear reader, but stern and strict warning to everybody else that's listening mm-hmm. is date when you're ready to date. Yes. Once you're comfortable, once you're safe, once you're energized and ready to date, then get into the dating pool. Stop dating. I'm I'm dating someone, so I'm not even. I don't know why I'm getting angry. I'm getting on angry on behalf of other people. You should be entering the dating pool knowing what you want if and knowing you, what you you know what what you're looking for. So if you don't know that, and if it's not going to happen, you're going to be angry and bitter for a bit. Fine, be angry and bitter for a bit, but don't don't take that negativity into the dating pool. You only fuck it up. If you've been bitten by a shark in that dating pool, then it's totally fine to not want to go <laughs> swimming right, for that's a little right. while. It's okay. It's okay. In fact. It's pretty smart of you to not jump back in there until you've learned a bit more about how to swim properly away from sharks. That's right. Uh, you know, I'm not against having children one day, but I, I'm going to wait until I'm in the best position possible to have children. You know, just because you want to date doesn't mean you have to right now. No. It's okay, baby bear. You know, <laughs> you'll, you'll get through. It's okay. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Liz and Uncle Tom will give you a cuddle and send you on your way. But the rest of you, Figure figure out what you want before you go before you go on dates, so you don't waste other people's time. You don't waste other people's time. We need to get an applause button. (laughs) That's next on the list. I want an applause button. For some reason, our live audience is very quiet today. (laughs) They um, they normally go nuts when we enter the room. All right, I think that's it for us today. We've We've blathered on for long enough. If you've got a question, please write to us at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or join our Ghosts of Boyfriends Past group therapy group. And anything else before we say goodbye? No, I thanked you all off the top. So, um, uh, thank you you're again. Off the hook. Yeah. And guys, if you feel angry after a breakup, that's totally fine. Let the anger flow through you. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 